Smitty, I'm not sure what version that is. I've got it off Spotify. It's the footy fever themes. I'm not it sounded a bit like the one they play, but probably not the actual genuine article, but We'll play anything after a win. How are you feeling? How, oh, mate, how good is that? The fact is we yeah. can actually play the song, talk about a win. I think we have been saying that our endeavour has been there for the first or the previous two weeks, so we can't um, discredit their endeavour, but we just couldn't string it together. Finally, we got a win. We did get a win. We did do our best to lose it, though. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that in a moment. First of all... A few intros. You're on the One-Eyed Dog podcast, of course. I'm Guy. I've got Smitty with me. We normally have Dave to make up the three One-Eyed Dogs, but Dave's been managed this week, so he's (laughs) he's having a week off. He'll be back with us next week. I know he'll be listening to the show. He won't be tweeting or gramming or Facebooking about it, but he will listen to the show to make sure we've upheld the quality. So, Dave, shout out to you. We'll see you next week. Hope you're well. Can I just say, do you think, that was possible. We did have a post-production meeting. That sounds very official. We just chat online yeah, after we well, stopped recording. Very <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we actually said, did we go a bit hard on Dave? Did we go a bit hard yeah. on the fact that he doesn't get <laughs> on socials and, and he's a bit of a weak link? <laughs> I, do. I remember saying, oh, do you want me to edit that out, Dave? Because for listeners who don't know, Dave's my brother. So I feel like, you know, we shouldn't be bagging him too much. But uh, look. Honestly, Dave, you do open yourself up sometimes. So sometimes you've got to take those easy <laughs> now, wins, right? We probably should talk about the fact is that uh, we were a bit harsh on him for not getting too involved in the social media. Yep. But he just sent us through a message. He did. He? He's, yeah, listeners, uh, we have one extra listener. I don't think we've got a name, but Dave's told us that he is on the road this week and he's told us he's recruited a listener old school style. So. <laughs> We think that means he actually spoke to someone, so it wasn't through a social media platform. <laughs> now, whether it was someone he just ran into in the street who was wearing a doggy scarf or if it was someone he's known for years, we're not sure on that yet. We'll get those details next week. But, Dave, shout out to you for the analog. This is what the kids call it these days if it's not digital. Someone talked to me about something analog the other day. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Dave's done an analog recruitment for the show, so... Shout out to Dave. Great effort. We've got one more listener. I think we're almost at a dozen. Is that about right? (laughs) (laughs) A baker's dozen now. But yes, so we've got a listener in Bendigo. Hello to you, sir or ma'am. We're not sure who you are, but welcome to the podcast. (laughs) Where do we begin? What about the fact we had a win? How did that feel? Well, that felt terrific. And you did mention in typical dog style, we made it a little bit hard for ourselves. Um, I I think, I, I don't know if you're similar to me, but we can be... 44 points up with three minutes to go. And I'm still thinking, geez, if they kick the next three, that'll bring it down. They'll yeah. get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's typical Bulldogs fashion. Need, yeah. And you look at the scoreboard and they've kicked like five for the match. But <laughs> like, could they kick six in the last 10 minutes? Yeah, look, they could. <laughs> Statistically, it's possible. Uh, I actually, con- I was a bit controversial because we were messaging during the game. I, we, we weren't together. I was on, no, you won't be happy with this, sweetie, but I was on level two. La di da. (laughs) Three words for you. Well, because it was a Swans game, somehow I was able to get upgrade seats. And I think it cost me like 10, like 10 bucks, like five bucks, 10 bucks to get level two seating. I thought, well, why wouldn't you? We're on level two. So we're messaging and with Dave as well. And I knew this would be controversial, but at half time we were sort of, you know, how are we going? Blah, blah, blah. And I ended my message with we'll win. And that was it. (laughs) Big call, big call, and then and then with uh, about 
three minutes to go, whatever it was, I looked at my daughter and I said, chalk it up. And <laughs> I was going very hard. And then in the, ne- in the next minute, we got the 50-meter penalty against us and it was five points in it. And I looked at her and I said, might have gone too early. <laughs> now, so, anyone who has been to the footy with me, they know I love an early call. When it yeah. leaves the boot, I go, I stand up and go, yeah. it's home. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Out of bounds on the full. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, you used to do it back in the day. You'd be, Baba! Ah, oh, missus. Okay. Right, right. Then you sort of look around, like, oh, who was saying that? Who was yelling that out? <laughs> we did try hard to lose. Our kicking coach, oh, we need to. Smitty, Smitty put the moz on him after week one, said, well, presuming it's a him, we don't know, doing a great job. Not so much uh, anymore. What were we? What do we have? Eleven more scoring shots, something along oh, those lines. Yeah, absolutely. I think you're right. I have put the moz on our kicking coach, and I don't know who it is. I'm not about to look it up because it's all no, about don't. positivity on on yep, this we're... show. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yes, I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe he should be managed for a week. Maybe have a spell. Have a <laughs> spell. Get, Lin- get Lindsay Gilby down there. Now that oh, was a man perfect. who could kick a football. Get him Correct. down there. And I hope if it is Lindsay Gilby who's kicking coach, then we're going to be. <laughs> We always like to talk about a highlight. So other than actually winning the game, for me, and you called this bloke out last week, it was Tim English. My he highlight done, yes. was when he took the absolute screamer <laughs> over Buddy Franklin. Franklin's floored on the ground, like typical style, whinging, looking for a free kick. Timmy's just gone, I'm going to take off here. He's put on the afterburners, off he goes. He was unstoppable again. And that mark, that was my highlight for Thursday night. What about you, Smitty? What a great highlight. And, of course, I did have the big number 44 down here to talk about, which you've already done. I mean, he delivers, doesn't he? He does it a he lot does. of heavy lifting by himself. He gets around the ground. He's got strong hands. He's backing himself. It's just really good to see him in that role, doing a terrific job. I know it's always positive. Can I do one low light? All right. We're Bulldogs. So, you know. And, I, and, you know, yeah. <laughs> perspective. Um, yeah. It's been on the radio and everyone's been talking about the free kicks. Oh, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. it, it was pretty bad. The umpire missed a few. I reckon we owed a few more. I agree. Totally agree. <laughs> totally agree. There were a couple of holding the ball decisions against Franklin that weren't paid, right? So Correct. there's a couple. Uh, there was some head height. In that last, we couldn't buy a free kick in the last quarter. Stuff nah. that was kept going on in the first three quarters that we were getting kicks where we couldn't get one. They were trying to even it up. Weren't the Swannies fans? <laughs> they weren't happy about it. Right? Well, they were, we had a bloke right. who's come out of the bar, clearly come out of the bar three-quarter time, haven't seen him all day, and just got lippy about free kicks. Fairly annoying. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we had the last laugh, and um, he disappeared with about 30 seconds to go and never to be well, seen again. I mean, when you have – what do we have? 17 more inside 50s. We had more yeah. hardball. We, 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 we thrashed him. We actually should we have dominated. six goals up. We dominated. Six goals up at halftime, certainly, and potentially gone on with it and just buried him because – the guy behind me, same story. He was one of those ones who was just throwing out the bait and I was doing everything I could not it's to hard. bite. It's hard. But there were a couple of – and one of them was when they got a free kick in uh, their back line, so our forward line, and he called out, we want our free kicks in the forward line like the Bulldogs. And I just – I couldn't take it. And so I said, well, why don't you get in front down there then? Because <laughs> the reality the is most of the free kicks were there, a couple of them were a bit soft. But if you get in front and you're first of the ball and you're tackling well, I mean, Josh Dunkley had 11 tackles on his own. There's a stat for you. We don't do a lot of stats, but there's 11, <laughs> 11 tackles on his own. You get free kicks. 
you know, and it's pretty know. obvious we've been looking at a few more stats this week after we win. You can dive yeah, a bit deeper. Yeah, it's <laughs> much, much more enjoyable for the post match stats. So, a big night. Did you give us your highlight? Or you just no, no, highlight? I've got my highlight here. So, you <laughs> okay, know, we went off track there. Baz Linker, Bailey Smith, oh, just giving us that drive. It was hard yeah. between Dunks and Baz. I just thought they yep. were both brilliant. And, yep. but I just think Baz, because the target's on his back this year. He had a yep. great final series. He's obviously been fairly busy in the um, shirts off um, billboards and cotton on and wherever he I, is. I, He's think, everywhere. I think I saw him twice on the way home on the billboards flexing. So you know, he's, he's, he's everywhere. No he's question. everywhere. So yeah. the, the the spotlight's on him, and he can deliver. So he oh. is he, his grunt work inside, his work outside when he's got the ball, when he's quick down the wing, and yeah, and, and you back him, and he's he's um he gives a hundred percent every game, and just love to have him back in the side. It was great. Yeah, agree with that. And as much as I know you don't rate it because this is the people's podcast. As much as I was sitting on level two, right? Yeah, it is. You get a like you get a really good view. And you can see just what you're talking about there. You, if you just watch Baz, you can even just watch him for a couple of minutes. Work and rate. see his work rate. When, even when we, when we don't have the ball to create opportunities. And and it, it was it was actually Bont in that last quarter when Bont kicked the winner. When you, I was watching Bont, you can see him. His player goes one way. He just keeps going. He keeps yeah. going as hard as he can towards goal yeah. to create that opportunity to seal it. And what a moment that was. Oh. I was up in the seat. <laughs> I was doing the old, you know, he's running in. I'm up in the seat pointing at the goals, going all the way, Mont, all the way. He <laughs> nails it. Hands up. Didn't even turn around to the bloke behind me. Just hands up in the air. Absolutely berserk like the other 20,000 Bulldogs there. So that was a great moment. Best moment so far for, for the year, no question. Did mm. you know how long to go? Are you on your phone on the AFL app checking exactly how long to go? Great question. Or are you just writing it out? Or there's... There's if you don't have your phone out, there's Chinese whispers. It sort of gets Chinese whispered around yep. the boundary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we, we had someone in front of us turn around. And go two minutes left. There, there, there was no way there was two minutes left. So I don't know where they were getting that from. And it's a great question for the listeners, actually. Mm. At Western Bulldogs Podcast, do you just go by the scoreboard, so which is counting up, or do you have the AFL app or the radio? Even sometimes. You get, you know, the one earpiece. There's a lot of one earpiece people, <laughs> and often they're listening because the uh, commentators will tell you how long to go. What do you do at Western Bulldogs Podcast on Instagram, Smithy? I've never ever done it. I've always been a scoreboard man, and I don't like to know how long there is to go because here's a memory for you. We, we try to stay positive, but this is going to be a low light. 1997. <laughs> Mm. Freely, right? Hang on, hang on. I, I thought there were some topics that were embargoed. Well, but well, this might be this might be why, or part of the reason. I mean, I've been going to the footy for a long time then. But at three quarter time, you and I met up. Three quarter time, yes, yeah. we we're twenty four points. I wasn't like, ah, well, we're going to be in the grand final. Ah, <laughs> you're beauty, yeah, you're beauty, right? Went early. We, it was getting towards the end of the game, and we were down. My wife to be turned to me and like really sort of sort of compassionately just said. <laughs> There's 30 seconds to go. She'd oh. heard it somewhere. And I knew, and I'm, I'm not ashamed to say this, listeners, the first year old at 30 yeah. seconds to go. Because if she hadn't <laughs> told you, you still had 30 yeah. seconds more of believing. Well, that's why I like it. That's why I like to see it counting up because I'm like, could still be time. There could still be time. And yeah. it, I don't know, it just heightens the anticipation. I didn't find out the gender of my kids and I don't wait. <laughs> I just find out how long to go. Maybe that's a personality trait. What about you, Smitty? What do you do? 
Well, we're of the age group that we've seen the evolution of no countdown clock, only a count up clock as as the um, the analog. Speaking of analog, yeah. at the ground, the analog as it goes around into the red time of on course, zone. Yeah, the one hand, this. the, the one, one hand. hand. So, yep. so we've grown up with that, literally not knowing, and even those with radios didn't know the score because the only people who knew the time were the official timekeepers. That's right. Yep. And, of course, there would be the, well, I think the timekeeper's gone to sleep and should be over now. And everyone starts debating on how long's left and someone goes, 28 minutes. Oh, there's been a few goals kicked. There's a few more minutes left. Yeah, that's what you start doing. Oh, time on you. Hang on, there's a stretcher. There's an injury. It's got to be a bit longer than that. (laughs) So So that's that evolution of literally no one knowing. And I was always in that camp. One of the yep. most exciting things about footy is not knowing how long's left because a lot yep. of American sport, the clock is front and centre, lots of timeouts, running it down. So I thought I, I used to absolutely love that about our game. Used to. And I still do. Okay. But, but when it's at your fingertips yeah. and you're in front by five points, I can't yeah. help myself. I had the app out. I was you starting the Chinese whispers. I was the one calling <laughs> one around me. Two minutes, minute 30, 50 seconds. <laughs> I can't help myself, well, but for a while there, the gr- it wasn't visible at the ground. But if your mate yep. was at home on Foxtel, he'd be texting yep. you. Yeah, that's so right. I had is, yeah pre-app. This was pre-app days. Yep, a good yep. mate of mine who's a Swanee supporter. Hello, Huey. Sorry about that. That you didn't get a win, but I didn't text him. I didn't text any of my nah, Swanee well supporters. Well done. Would never yeah. do that. But a shout out to Huey. He was my timekeeper. He would right. be at home on a Sunday yeah. afternoon watching the yeah. doggies, and I'd be getting text five minutes, four and a half. <laughs> Three, and then for some reason he must have got a cup of tea. He goes silent. I'm texting yeah. you. Like, Come on now, Huey. give it to me now. Put a point down, Huey. How long? Where are you gone? You've gone well. quiet. <laughs> One more highlight. How good to see the number three Mitch Wallace out there. I know it was oh, through injury, and we don't know, want yeah. ever see any yeah. of our all, players. All injured. the best. All the best design. Yeah. Yeah. Hope he uh, recovers quickly. But in adversity comes the silver lining. Yeah. To see number yeah. three out there, Mitch Wallace, yeah. because, I mean, he's a favourite son, right? Not just because he's the son of a former captain of our club, no, but no. he's a terrific player. I mean, yep. I feel there's some of these players that are given roles in final series or big games and then and they deliver. I mean, Mitch Wallace was our leading goal kicker in key forward. That's right. In not that, that long finals. ago. Yeah. That's right. Great to see Mitch out there. Whether he holds his spot or not, you know, I just love seeing Mitch Wallace out there. Agree, and he is one like who you never question whether he's giving 100% or not because he does Mm. everything he can to get the ball. So great to see Mitch out there. All right, that was Thursday, the round that was. Yeah. Let's have a sneak preview of our next game in seven days' time against the Richmond Tigers. Well, haven't they? They're changed, you know. Dusty not not around may retire. Mm. Clutch is not what he used to be. Mm. Now, we know Mm. that our game and the way it's set up, and thank goodness for us as a Bulldog and one of the, you know, lower membership base, potentially lower bottom line kind of clubs, the game is cyclical with drafting and so forth, and and they won three out of four, and we would love to win three out of four, and we'll get the first one of three out of four this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, clearly after, <laughs> after Thursday we're home. So they're a different side. As we sort of do here on the podcast, we don't pay too much attention to the other teams. So I couldn't tell you a lot about Richmond at the moment. I only know that at times, as you say, it's cyclical. You hear the name of a team and you think they've got us. But mm-hmm. I certainly don't feel that right now with Richmond. And I think we're about to start a roll. And yeah. Richmond MCG next Saturday night. It's the first time, in fact, that the one-eyed dog podcast all three members will be at the game because dave's coming up from south australia 
So I think that bodes well. If the boys aren't going to win for us, I don't know who they'll win for. Well, they'll obviously tune in. They'll hear this. So, boys, mm. to all you, we're yeah. going to be together. We're excited. Let's do this. And um, cheer squad, very happy for you to use our our handle if you want to put that on the banner at Western Bulldogs <laughs> Podcast <laughs> because <laughs> we know the crowd would love it. So that's Richmond. Real great match analysis from us there. <laughs> <laughs> Now, obviously, banners. We had some hilarious banners. Danny McGinlay, who yep. wrote the banners for a while, and they were terrific. Is he There's still doing some... it? Or no, do we no, still have banners? That... Or what's happened? I haven't, I haven't actually been doing. I haven't got no, I... on time to a game yet this year. I tend to get there fairly close to uh, the first yeah, bounce. So they're already out I'm... kicking the ball. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure, but there's been some interesting banners over the time. There mm-hmm. has been. Yep. I mean, the the cheer squad, all cheer squads, they must get together. Well, probably traditionally on a Thursday night, do the banners at the club. And I think it's at the the drill hall next to the Western Oval there for our guys. Spend hours on it. Yep. Cut it out. Stick it yep. together. Think yep. up the taglines. Yep. Get it up. Wind. Gone. Over. Gone. Remember the, the bold oh. days. That oh. I feel for them. They spent so much time. Never they put love it. and care yep. and passion into that. Yeah. And because they used to get it up. To show the EJ Witten John Jen side the front. That's right. And then yep. put it down, spin yep. it around, and then show the, the Dougie Hawkins wing. Yep. And the second time they put it up, gone. Gone. <laughs> if the Western Oval Gale was going hard, and you'd sometimes you'd be sitting there as a kid and you got where because it was an exciting moment. Where's the cheese squad banner? And oh no, nah, too windy. They're not gonna they're not gonna risk it. They're not gonna risk it. They'll just put it up <laughs> just the moment as Dougie runs out. First signing of Dougie <laughs> the goes up. And I remember that we, Dave and I used to go to the, the game and the old man would be, he was a member of the past players and officials, not as, mm-hmm. not as a past player or official for that matter. <laughs> <laughs> he was a big advocate of the club. And so he, he'd get in there and he'd go back there after the game. And Dave and I would kick the footy out on the Western Oval until it was dark. And I distinctly remember, well, I started to distinctly remember this, whether it happened every week or not, I don't know, but I remember the bonfire burning up the banner, the remainder of the oh. banner. Now, I don't know if that was just a rogue moment, a rogue one-off. If you're a cheer squad member and have been for many years, or maybe your mum or dad might have been in the cheer squad, at Western Bulldogs Podcast, am I making this up? Or did they, in the old days, sometimes just burn up the rest of the banner? Kind of incinerator in the backyard style, which we also had in our backyard. <laughs> you wouldn't get away with that these days. Did that happen? At Western Borders Podcast on Instagram, I'd love to know whether that's real or Dave and I have made that up. Yeah, and was it a ceremony? Because obviously there'd be some games you win and some you lost, and was there a different sort of celebration, ceremony, commiseration around that bonfire? Would have been great standing around with all that sticky tape burning and the fuse coming <laughs> off. And been perfect. Do you remember the really windy days when all the crepe paper left and it was just kind of like a crisscross of sticky tape? Yes, like that, helped yes. you get that was all that was there. And and, the, and then they'd, you'd go really hard the other way and the players would be trying to bash through it, be like Good running through. into a wall of cement. And eventually they'd give up and run around because yeah. <laughs> they didn't want to do an injury. They didn't want to do an AC joint trying to get through the banner. And there's all the superstition. So there's players who like to be yep. f- first through. Some yep. must touch a bit of the crepe paper. Some kick yep. a footy through it. Some yep. run around. Run around, Everyone's yeah. got their little, little yeah. superstitions about that. Yeah. And then I think, I don't know if OHS got too involved, but then we went kind of like um, straps that were already pre-cut. It was just like a going through a fish and chip shop curtain. Oh, like right. had the pre-cut yeah. sort of curtain straps. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't run... very, um, here we come. <laughs> here we come. I think it was COVID when the banners just kind of went all together and they were running out 
through a little bit of a fireworks display. Not much mm. happening, just a couple <laughs> of spurts on either side. But better than running through and ordering minimum chips uh, when you go through a <laughs> chip shop banner. All right, that's the banner. We'll, we'll, let's try really hard, Smitty, to get there on time okay. this week. I'll get a photo. Before, before the bounce, <laughs> before <laughs> the boys run out. That's going to be tricky for both of us because we do usually rock up right on the siren. So at Western Bordeaux Podcast, if you've got any intel on that, Otherwise, we'll report back after the game on Saturday. <laughs> Can we have a moment where we talk scoreboards? We touched on this earlier with the time clock on the scoreboards. Now, things have changed over the years, obviously, and they've changed at Marvel this year as well. Now, I've got something I would like to raise, and that is they now have the two big screens at the at the goals. So we've lost the pictures. Didn't we used to have pictures of all our Hall of Famers up there? We did. All, uh, yeah. Yes, all the 300 yeah. gamers and Hall of Famers, yes. 300 gamers, yeah. So they're gone, yeah. right? Instead of that, we've got the big screen TVs, which, okay, that's fine. But then they've still got the older scoreboards, the little ones on the sides. Mm. I get very confused about which one I'm supposed to be looking at. Is so it the same feed? A, no, it's a different feed. This is what gets right. me. Because you, you can't even see it at all. Can I you? can't see it. So <laughs> I've always liked to stand concourse level, so first – you know, ground level at the back of the, the seats coming up from the fence is where I like to be. So what it does mean, and I do that at the gym wherever I go, what it does mean is when the ball's kicked high, you lose it. And I used to have people stand with me and go, oh, why would you stand here? You lose the ball. I go, well, you're not missing much. <laughs> it goes up and it comes down. You kind of know where it's, it's going to land. But also adds to the excitement. Is well, it a straight kick or not? Where to go? Where is it? Where to go? <laughs> and, then you, and then you get the uh, the measure of the crowd. You can always yes. tell, like even if your mm. eyes aren't great, you can always tell based on the Bulldog cheer squad reaction. Yeah, <laughs> who yes. are unbelievable at it. They get it right just about every time. They know whatever angle it's kicked from, they know whether it's going through. Well, did they know Mitch Hannon's goal was going to go left, right, no, left, right the other week? Of course they did. But the other thing on the scoreboard that's bothering me at the moment, mm-hmm. I know we try to say positive, but this is this is some um constructive criticism for the whoever runs Marvel Stadium. Gil. 90 seconds in to the game, I don't need to see the top stats. So, yeah, <laughs> no, this is fair At the 90-second mark, top stats comes up. Josh Junkley, one kick. <laughs> T- stat-, stat leaders, it says, um, Tim English, one mark. I'm like, okay. Le- like, the boys have leading- got leather poisoning. That's <laughs> right, leading, leading possession. Like, or, you know, there's about a – it used to just be kicks, handballs, and then I think they introduced tackles. But now there's so many different stats. Goal assist, pressure. Goal assist, metres gained, inside 50. Like just, I, I mean, they're the easy ones. They're the ones I can actually roll off my tongue. But I don't need to know at the two-minute mark. I don't really even need to know until halftime, I reckon. That's my call. I don't want to see any stats until halftime. What do you reckon? Oh, I'm with you. I mean, look, I'm, as, as listeners have probably realised, we're not big stats guys. No. But, but I, halftime is the time to reflect, regroup, and you sort of have a look at who's doing well, who's getting a lot of the footy. Um, some might surprise you. There's some you already know. Quarter time's too short. Quarter time's too a short. Quick to- toilet run, food and beverage before you know it, you're back on. Anyone can have a bad quarter, right? I, I had lots of them back in my day. <laughs> in a row. <laughs> a week after a week. Three and a quarter out of four. <laughs> and a quarter that it wasn't a bad quarter for me. I was on the bench. Bench. So, <laughs> so anyone can have a bad quarter. So I don't want to know at quarter time. Yeah. I mm. think half time. Because then, then you're able to go, Oh, you know, so-and-so needs to lift. 
Or, oh, yeah. gee, we, we need more out of Sansa. <laughs> good ban- it's good hard time banter. Whether it's with your colleagues or your yep. friends or just yep. another random Bulldog supporter who's yep. next to you, have a good chat about it. Have a bit of a coach. Give some advice and see what mm. And then when they get on, then when I told you, didn't, told I, tell you. you didn't I tell you eliminated more often? Yeah. If you just moved him into the centre in the second quarter, you know, that sort of stuff. Well, that's so, the thing, though. We used to talk about moving players. So you'd say yeah. someone's on centre-half back. They've got to get forward. They've got to go and play in the forward line. I don't know where anyone plays anymore. There aren't positions, really, no. apart from well, Keithy, who we know who's deep. Keith, yeah. yeah. Although, and then, and although then, kick oh, a goal. Oh, Keithy, Keithy, get around him. <laughs> was that, that was good. Right? That was good. But even you're right. Even they do the six six six, and then as soon as the ball goes down, anyone could be anywhere. And yeah. getting, getting the ball anywhere. And I was a lot of the, I spent a lot of the time. Again, from level two, you could see that for much of the game, fifty percent of the ground, there's no one in it. Yes, right. It's mm. that used to be highly controversial when when Plough introduced the flood. But now, of course, it's and, and that's when they turn around, and they run back, and the Swannies they weren't able to get back in time, which is why we, you know, we, we were always going to win it. But it's interesting that there aren't any. You're right, there aren't any real positions other than ruck, maybe full forward. But then again, you see Norts up on the wing. You can see him up on the half back line sometimes. Yeah, so, moves around. So although sometimes I do like, like if we're getting done, I do like to throw the old. I'll just switch it up and put Cordy forward. Put him back in the goals, where? Utility. Like, his premiership days. Put him well, back in right. the You know what I mean? I think we're, we've run out of time, Speedy. I'm going to have to come back next week. I want to talk about, and listeners, at Western Bulldogs Podcast, you can hit us up early with a sneak peek of your views on this. I want to talk about when you go out to get the pie, do you wait till quarter time and you fight the rush? Mm. Or do you sneak out a couple of minutes early, risk missing a little bit of play, but know that you can get straight through and you can grab the chips from the back and you don't have to and, get the ones at the front. And if you do sneak out, yeah. and, I mean, now some of these food outlets have TV. So let's say if you think I'm going to duck yep. into the toilet before yep. the siren goes, then there's a roar and you're like, yeah. is that us? Is that them? <laughs> now, sometimes it's obvious. If we're playing an interstate side, you go, that's us. <laughs> if it was on Thursday night, I'm like, well, there's a few swannies here. Yeah. Was that was yeah. that coming left out of the toilet yeah. area, or was it coming right yeah. where the bulldog members were? And you listen for a name. Are they calling Norts or are they calling yeah. Buddy? Which name is it? <laughs> so this is the it's the first teaser we've ever done on the podcast. Yes. So there's a teaser for next week's edition. Have a think about it. Let us know at Western Bulldogs Podcast on Instagram. Smitty, any final words before we wrap up our fourth podcast from round three and our first win? Oh, I just want to say, so exciting we've had a win. We deserved it. I'm glad we got it. Shout out to our new listener in Bendigo. It's great to have you on board. Um, if you could uh, use a bit of Chinese whispers like I do when I'm telling people that how many seconds left in the quarter and get a spread around Bendigo, yeah. we're going regional. I mean, yeah. we'd consider doing an OB. There'd be a, there'd be a you know Golden Square Bulldogs or there'd be a Bendigo North Bulldogs Listen up you, there. Golden hey? Square. You're like all that. over it, aren't yeah, you? I'm in touch with Metro, Regional. <laughs> oh, anywhere, really. Unreal. Yeah, I love it. And look. Strathfield Say is another one. <laughs> that's a good call, actually. Listeners, if you're enjoying the podcast, even if you're not, tell your mates about it. <laughs> get them on board. We're building. We are building into something special. Share the podcast. Get on Spotify. Give us a rating. Five stars. We'll only take five. You can only give us five stars. So give us That's a five-star rating on Spotify. <laughs> Share the Instagram handle at Western Bulldogs Podcast because we are building just like the doggies. We've had a win. We feel like the podcast is winning. Get on board. It's going to be a big year in 2022. Smitty, 
Great to talk to you again as always. We'll welcome Dave back next week on the One-Eyed Dog Podcast. Da, 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 da. <laughs>